on this episode of Keeping It Real. Let's get real. Happy No Makeup Thursdays, my little crystals. It's a great day to be alive. We are walking, we are talking, we are breathing. And if you're lucky enough, you have hot water. There is no lip gloss on these lips today. Let's dive right into it. I'm your host, Thomas Edward, and I love to be talking on Thursdays about a hard truth, a fuck up, something I went through, and I'm going to be naked with you all, and then I'm going to tell you how I solved it. How did I prevail? How did I make it right? We are all human. We are going to fuck up left and right. You are going to fuck up left and right. And don't let anyone scold you. The truth of the matter is, as humans, we are always going to be imperfect. It's what you do to make it right that matters. I always say I'm not sorry because it doesn't do anything. Saying you're sorry really does nothing. Fix the problem. Address it. Take accountability. Okay, I made you feel that way. How can I not make you feel that way? What can I do in my efforts to change from the inside? Yesterday, I tried out for cheerleading a team, and I'm so excited to be part of the USA Wildcat family again. I cheered there my senior year, and it was the best year I've ever had with a team. And I didn't realize how much I needed the sport back in my life. I dreamt about this sport ever since I was a little boy. My mom was a cheerleading coach for the town, and then she was the high school cheerleading coach. And I always admired the idea of stacking people up, and I loved tumbling. I just thought it was so cool. I was a little Power Ranger when I was a kid. I thought I was literally Tommy, the White Ranger. And going through this as a child and not having a place to be able to perform... I ended up starting to do gymnastics. When I ended up going through gymnastics, it was great. I loved it. I got all my tumbling, but I was not great at rings. I wasn't good at the pummel horse or whatever you call it, the horse. And so it was a lot of pressure. At 12, 13, I was on a elite team for gymnastics, and we were practicing from like 4 to 9.30 at night, five days a week. It was a 45-minute drive. So I wouldn't get home until like 1030. I was in the eighth grade at this time and I got shingles and I was out of school for two months. I couldn't do gymnastics anymore. My immune system was shot. My stress was shot. And so I had to quit my favorite sport and let go, let God, that moment brought the best opportunity to me. That's when I was presented cheerleading. It was either cheerleading or diving. And I went to a chair practice over at Spirit in Hamden, which is no longer there. And I went and I fell in love. I was like, this is my sport. I miss tumbling. This is what I've always wanted to do as a little boy. I wanted to get on the mat with the girls. And now I can? I can't give this up. And so I immersed myself with competitive cheerleading. I cheered my freshman year of high school all the way up until college. And through that time, I got a Division I scholarship I cheered for FAU. I loved it. I also made Top Gun, their large co-ed five team, which now is like six because everything's changing and I'm old. And it was the time for me to really excel and do what I love. 
I don't think I realized at that time how much cheerleading fed my soul. I mean, even to this day, I make up routines and make up dances as if I'm on the mat. It feeds me. It gets me out of a low vibration instantly. It's like my way of doing gratitude. And when I stopped, I was seeing that I wasn't surrounding myself with that positive light, those people that are about commitment and teamwork. And also, I wasn't in a space where I could be my gay self. I feel cheerleading was actually the first family that allowed me to be me and accept me as me that made me start accepting myself and loving myself. So I can't thank the chair industry enough for giving me that. And coming out of it, I didn't know that I would ever want to go back. It wasn't until I started coaching myself and even running small programs and just seeing kids' faces light up from instilling belief, instilling love, instilling a cool trick and talent that they can literally practice and get better and better at is so rewarding. Yeah, I love doing what I do with my clients' ECF, It just hits different when you see a kid start to believe in themselves. They are just magic. They are so magical. And after that experience, I had an opportunity to go to follow my dreams in LA, and I did. And I dropped everything. I dropped all choreography. I dropped all cheerleading. I was about 21 at the time, 22. And... I want to say it probably was one of the worst decisions in my life, but looking now in the bigger picture, it all happened for a reason. And I wouldn't even have my business if I didn't do this, nor I think I would have been burnt out by cheerleading. So there was a rhyme to the reason. The time and space of that disconnection of cheerleading really actually gave me the time and space to really miss it and appreciate it in a new lens. The old me as a kid, very competitive. I wanted to be the best. I thought screaming and yelling was the way to reprimand and to train. And it's not. Taking the step back out and going into it and realizing I'm doing this for the love of the sport, I'm realizing the positive reinforcement is way stronger. And I don't have to be so hard on myself to be perfect. Give it my all go in there, have fun. That's what it's all about. And going into cheerleading now, it's been a thrill. I officially had my first practice yesterday and our team is fucking badass. We are already are hitting full stunts. We're doing like one and a half ups. We're doing tuck ups. It's just incredible. And the energy of being around like-minded individuals makes you realize how important you really are the last few years, I have felt so in unimportant. I have felt like the biggest failure. I have felt like I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. And all this depression from breaking up with my fiance and moving from Nashville back home, I wasn't feeding my soul. So no matter what, as much as I work and make money and pay my bills, I'm not happy because I wasn't feeding my soul. Feeding your soul is going to look different than me. For me, since I was young, I always loved cheerleading. It was something that always got me instantly in a great mood. It's like listening to upbeat music, being around the girlies, and just having fun. That is what I love. For you, it might be as simple as 
taking a second to be in your own energy for 15 minutes a day because you got kids clawing on you. It could be even the simple practice of taking the time to go grocery shopping for yourself. It could even be, oh my God, I totally forgot that I love music. And even though I'm not part of this choir anymore, why am I not singing? Get to do things that are feeding you. If you feed your soul while you are in those stressful times, you will feel fulfilled. Those stressful times aren't going to go away. Bills don't go away. Kids don't go away. Love them, but they're not going away. These stressors, how are we going to maintain them? Is fulfilling our soul, doing something for our soul every single day on top of the stress so that when you go to bed at night, you're not in that zone. You're not in that, oh my God, I got to wake up nine to five, I got to do this, got to do that. No, take a fucking chill pill, calm those fucking tits, relax, do something for yourself so that you can feel recharged to take on the next day. That's what cheerleading does for me. When I am at cheerleading, those two hours, I am present. I am there. I'm not thinking about my clients for tomorrow. I'm not thinking about the ECF energy work I just did for the day. I'm not thinking about the grief and who is in pain and the stories I heard that even on a cellular level sometimes affect me because I don't want individuals to hurt. I, don't, I want to take that pain away, but I can't. As much as I want to, I, I can't. And cheerleading allows me to actually separate from my own day-to-day life and to be in my own fucking reality and to be present. And the minute I am there, I came home yesterday. I got home around like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, late. But guess what? I never slept that good. I slept like a fucking rock. And it's because, yes, my whole day was stressful. I did ECS. I did one-on-ones. Then I'm bopping around for the dog. Then I'm driving an hour to practice. The minute I stepped through that door... I got recharged. I was excited. I was not tired anymore. I came home. I'm thinking about all these great things that are, we're creating, what I'm doing. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I have my clients tomorrow. Went to bed feeling fulfilled. Matter of fact, I didn't even smoke last night because I was naturally coming down from exercising my muscles, from exercising my brain. I have OCD. So I constantly go, I call them K-holes. I go into these obsessions where I'm just in this thought and I'm expanding on it, I'm expanding on it until my attention is drifted somewhere else. That's when I will shift and then put my all into that. Yes, I can multitask. Yes, we can multitask. For myself, I like to allocate serious thought. So if I'm going to be doing something, I'm going to put my all into it. A lot of people don't like this about me. A lot of people, I rub the wrong way, especially when it comes to coworkers. That's why I'm, I'm a boss. That's why I work for myself because I don't like to cut corners. So If you want to do 80%, that's on you. For me, if we're going to do it, let's do it right. Even me coming back into cheerleading, I feel like it is a quest. It's a mission for me, for my angels, my guys, higher source, the battery, to come in and bring that back, that light, that spirit. I went last year to the competitions, and I didn't see the spirit. I didn't see the common morale of everyone cheering, just being excited. It was actually kind of quiet. I don't know if it's because of COVID and a lot of people can't afford competitive cheerleading now, but no one was cheering. The crowd was dead. Only the only people that were cheering were like your own teams coming in front and watching. I am ready to bring back the feeling to cheerleading, the love of the sport. And I feel I'm being called right now to just be a light to anyone that's around me when I'm cheering. It's not a matter of me being a coach. It's not a matter of me owning a gym. It's a matter of me just being the cheerleader that I am. 
Once a cheerleader, always a cheerleader. And that's who TE is. I am your hype man. I am here to tell you that you are the shit when you are telling yourself that you are fucking a loser. No, you're not a fucking loser. You are fucking a loser. Okay, there's a difference. Know the motherfucking difference. Anyway, I'm extremely proud of myself for committing to something and I'm really excited to see me follow through. I am already on day 31 of my podcast and I can't thank you listeners enough. I know the first couple episodes are rough. I know I probably seem a little kooky, but that's just who I am. I am a little quirky. I like to just keep things weird because if we are constantly laughing and having a good time, you're in this space of elevation. And elevation, that's where we're gonna connect to source, God or angels, just like Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan doesn't even know how he got his 13th ring. He literally said because he was so dedicated and his intentions were so pure and he literally loved the sport, he would pray every single day and this different energy would come over him and take over his body. That's what I'm going to be doing with cheerleading. I'm there. It's not just to go and jump around. It's, it's bigger. Me being there, feeding my soul, seeing the kids, seeing them get excited, it gets me excited. Do something to feed your soul once a week. Give yourself at least that. It doesn't have to be cheerleading like me. It could be, oh my God, I forgot that I love to read. Pick up a goddamn book and read the book. Read 15 minutes before you go to bed at night. It's going to make a difference. If it's not reading, maybe it's nature. When's the last time you went out for a walk? You You work nine to five. When's the last time you actually went outside and just went for a walk? Go for a walk. That feeds your soul. Or maybe you like to do a little bit of spiritual work. Maybe lighting candles and pulling some oracle cards for yourself. That's mental tools. Do it. It will help you. You need to feed your soul in moments of stress. And I'll tell you right now, on a day-to-day, a lot of these stressors aren't going to go away. But what's going to make the difference for you to be afloat is doing things that feed your soul. And for those that are saying, I don't know what feeds my soul, stop making it more complicated. It It could be as simple as peanut butter. You eating peanut butter makes you feel like you're in the moment. You're not thinking about anything else. Go get some peanut butter. Go get that jiffy. It could even be plants. It could be aroma. It could be trees. It could be birds. It could be hanging out with your family, hanging out with your sisters, going on trips, listening to music, the stars, the moon, camping. It could be ceremonies. It could be even expressing yourself through art. It could be sweating. I mean, there's so many ways. I'm just trying to give you things so that you can start expanding. But think, what are things that are easy that make you feel good? I am done shredding. I can talk for days and I'm a very passionate person. So if there's something that I love or that I'm involved in, it, it forget about it. It's over. I'm so intense. I'm probably one of the most intense individuals. If you have not, if you have not met me in person, whew, I'm, I'm intense. In all the best ways, personally, I believe. Anywho, I can't thank you guys enough for continuing continuously supporting TE, continuously supporting my vision, my dreams, and my voice. I love you all so freaking much. I just want to get over there and squeeze you all. When in doubt, don't forget to crystal it out. You can follow me on all social media at Thomas Edward with two Ds because two is better than one. And Keith, like gar- Grinder Keith, keeping it real. And that's my podcast. Tomorrow is Friday. So tomorrow for all my Apple listeners, it's going to be a Spotify playlist. I do KIR radio. So if you want to listen to Friday's podcast as well as Saturday's, those are only uploaded on Spotify. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay, well, until tomorrow.